0: Hey everyone, welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey guys, I am another one of your hosts, Andrea Wallace. And, uh, you know, we are here to uh, just chit-chat about some exciting changes coming up to SideWork Podcast. Format of the show is going to see a little makeover. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Nothing crazy. I think we've decided uh, that some of our guests are so hilarious and amazing that instead of interviewing them separately, we are going to just invite
1: them into the room to just discuss... All things current while we get to know them. Get to know them and get to know their perspective on the service industry. For
0: sure. It's because it's funny. There always seems to be just unintentional organic overlap anyhow where they say stuff that we were like, oh, my God, that's weird. That was the whole theme of our episode, and you just brought it up
1: on your own. It's what is so this? It? Witchcraft? It's very kismet, it's very now, it's very on point, and it's coming at you. Yes, it's coming at you. So, you all are going to start hearing
0: a, a lot more different, varied guests, hosts sitting in the whole thing. Uh, Jocelyn and Kyle both have super busy schedules coming up. So, for them, while we love them, they've gone 40 plus episodes deep. Uh, we're going to hear from them when we can, but we're going to keep going. And keep giving you guys fresh, new perspective. Hell yeah! Uh, And we're really excited too, because when we come back, we've already kind of mapped out a little bit toward the end of, I guess, 2019. (laughs) It's crazy. It's almost been a year. 2020 coming at you, y'all.
1: Make a year of perfect vision. everyone, make a goal and stick with it. I, I although that's I actually think you can go like more than perfect. you can be like twenty five, twenty, but we'll just say twenty twenty the year of perfect vision for now. I'm gonna get it tattooed on my body, uh, most likely.
0: Wow, is that really what this year was oh twenty twenty yeah next year Sorry. this year is,
1: <laughs> this year's sloppy right 20, over the head
0: year of slop year of fucking just crying and almost driving home from Palm Springs uh, on Wednesday a lot of I'll like, tell you about
1: that later a lot of like I can't believe it's the end of September a uh, lot of like I can't I can't believe summer's over
0: oh ps i've also had a lot of
1: wow uh,
0: <laughs> I haven't had a job in almost a year. I run an Airbnb to stay afloat.
1: are you in a New Year's wrap-up? That's really what it sounds like we're running into. But anyway, you guys, this is our new format. We're excited to uh, have it come at you.
0: And so just like as a little example of some stuff that we're excited to throw your way, uh, we're 100%
1: dropping some very themed out Halloween episodes coming at you. We've actually been looking forward to uh, so, for years, basically.
0: Just give us a reason to talk about a haunted bar <laughs> or hotel, please. On it, spooky sidewalk. Exactly. As as long as it fits under the theme, listen, it's restaurant related. <laughs> so, uh, and then we want to talk about Friendsgiving, like crappy airport travel during the month of, you know, uh, November where everyone is trying to go home in the span of one fucking day. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, we'll theme it out toward, uh, once again, the holidays revisit some stuff we brought up at the very beginning of the podcast, but you all have been just truly the best. We love it when you share it word of mouth to a coworker who you think enjoys it. It is more powerful than any stupid tweet or Instagram post we could ever do the way you tell people you care about in the service industry about our podcast
1: is what grows it. I mean, and just like all the love you guys uh, throw at us on Instagram, all the amazing stories that are submitted, um, all the amazing reviews. It's been really super fun so far to have all that, all that positivity flowing our way. Woo. Godspeed and good tips. You all. So what we're going to do real quick, uh, we got really excited
0: because we've been sitting on our first ever, Unreleased episode content situation because when we first from the started, vaults, <laughs> it's from the vaults, y'all, and not because it's bad. I think when we first started the podcast, we were a little afraid, uh, like a little fearful to just come out of the gates
1: fully alienating, uh, people who love Trump, yeah, people who are or like the person who is in charge of the country,
0: right? And you know, as we went on and really continued to. See how awesome you guys are and that we shouldn't be afraid of these very, very um, on point opinions we have. Sorry, y'all. We are right. That dipshit's <laughs> wrong. Um, you know, hey, listen, there's nuance that that has a place in everything. But we just decided a few months back to sit on an episode where <laughs> we reviewed. And it was fair. We reviewed every single thing Trump has ever offered
1: to the public well and speci- yeah and specifically like uh, restaurants he has opened uh, and his tie to the service industry and uh, how it's very disappointing hospitality industry
0: <laughs> country clubs horrible food and wine offerings,
1: the whole thing. Not good to employees.
0: Um, And so we just didn't want to come out of the gates, maybe initially turning anyone off, but now we know you guys are all down for the laughs. Uh, So we're so excited to um, put this out there, especially on the heels of some very fun impeachment hearings. (laughs) (laughs) What a dipshit. Uh, So before we uh, play a really fun old episode, uh, we are going to, of course... Read a few server-submitted stories!
1: First story, at Johnston91. I used to work at the Rock Bottom in La Jolla, California. Prior to this, I had only worked in a uh, 21-over establishment as a bartender. It was here I learned I am a... terrible server and have no patience for assholery and bullshit. Between the pre shifts quizzes and the rude 10% tip tourist with screaming children, I thought I was losing oh, girl? my mind. Girl, we hear that. One day this woman came in with her son who had to be maybe like five years old. I walked up to take their drink order and this little demon okay. looks me dead in the eye, grabs the salt shaker and dumps it upside down. On the table, never even breaking okay, eye contact. Andrew,
0: that sounds like a character we wrote in, like, a, like one a, of a, our literally scripts. Literally possessed a by a demon. Child. Okay, yeah. Anyways,
1: literally, like he. So he makes this like little dune on the table out of salt. I look at the mom and go, "Um, can you ask him to stop?" Well, within your rights. She laughs at me and says, "Boys will be boys." Oh, a little Trump. I remove the salt shaker from the table and huffed away in disbelief. Oh God. All right. I know, As if that wasn't enough. All right. All right. At it the end of the so meal, worse. she orders her spawn dessert <laughs> and tells me I have to sing him happy birthday when I bring it out. I was like, oh, happy birthday, to which she responds, Oh no, no, it's not his birthday. He just really likes when people sing it to him for dessert. <gasps> Otherwise he gets really upset. <laughs> He's gonna cause an accident the on the, the highway with his mind. Red. Uh, I bring the kids Sunday and turn to him (laughs) and she goes, aren't you going to sing? And regretfully I did for only a whopping $4 tip. Great. Oh God. Oh God. Girl. Side note, this podcast gives me life. I turn it on my, on, on my way to bar job every day. Like a kind of pep talk. Y'all amazing. Oh my God. The Johnson 91. That's insane. I mean, I've never had, I mean, that's, that's so much. That's so much. Um, I've never had a directive.
0: You know, I always feel like it's a kindness. I just naturally feel where I'm like, hey, are you doing anything special for the little one? But also, I've honestly never, like,
1: I don't work at Chuck E. Cheese. I've never had to, like, entertain a little baby for their birthday. Well, it's not the thing. It's like you can sing to someone when it's on their birthday, but you can't just be like, well, you're going to need to sing to my kid or is it going to get real upset? And then he's going to pour the pepper on the table and he's going to trip you. Like, that's it's just manners about bringing, like, misbehaved children to restaurants, which we have covered several times. Well, at this point, I feel like it's this woman's,
0: like, subtle cry for help. Like,
1: someone, please – Help me raise. Boys will be boys. Oh, God. Demons will be demons. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how many times can you use that excuse? Oh, boy. The army of Satan will be we the army you. of Satan. We um, feel you. The Johnson 91. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, I just would say stand up for yourself a little more next time. Okay, girl. Okay, I'm kidding. But also, seriously, get fucked. <laughs> All right, this next one is at PSDB and why? a lot of letters. That sounds like a... National Public Radio. <laughs> Let's tune in. Okay, it says morning. I adore your show so much. Nice to know I'm not the only one with these thoughts and experiences working food industry. In parentheses, back to server after years as a dive bar bartender. PTSD from that. Ooh, wolf woof, indeed. Right. Okay. So maybe all could talk about muscle memory and workspace. Or like how I grabbed a customer guy's ass because he was where backup napkins were supposed to be. Or in a situation where I tripped on someone carrying food out blindly because the customer chose to stand in my path. You know what I mean? Wow. Rachel. Wow. Girl. Yeah, this is when you do kind of have those moments of realizing you are a caged rat.
1: (laughs) Like just a caged rat. Like time to make the donuts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think that's the hilarious. He's like, "Well, there's usually nap. That doesn't feel like napkins. What feels like flesh? Oh no, it's an ass. Feels like a sexual harassment suit. Um, That's incredible. I mean, just like going through the motions like that over and over and over again. It makes a lot of sense to me. It's like opening the refrigerator and like being like, Why why am I here? Why going on?
0: No oh well that too. Yes, of course. That's a whole or me just like putting ice in a cocktail glass and being like, Oh, I guess it's time for my cocktail not knowing how I got there. It was like I sleepwalked. Toward my you're refrigerator.
1: Your sleepwalking cocktail mixers? A sleepwalking cocktail. No, that's right. When Brooke's uh, sleeping, she turns into her own personal bartender. That's right. That's
0: crazy. I might have more skills than I ever realized. But I, I do think it's 100% that situation where you learn in these small workspaces how to minimize and maximize and streamline every movement. Mm-hmm. And, okay, you might do this too, but after, you know, 25 years of being institutionalized which it's kind of like being in prison you just kind of learn your ins and outs your corner you know like corner like we've talked about the yelling corner I still yell corner behind. in a grocery store whatever uh, I do this shit in my house all the time the way I clean the way I move things around you don't you don't just pick up one thing you pick up four. At the same time, even if they belong in different rooms and you put them away all at once while trying to like make the least amount of steps possible. If there's like a lean, a toss, a pivot, a turn. I look like a fucking crazy person. You're like, look, I could drop this all over the floor, but I'm willing to take that chance if I just have to take
1: a one. One last step.
0: And then last night I tried that shit and I broke something glass uh, (laughs) that belonged to Drennan. And he's like, why did you? Fucking carry five things into the house. Uh, and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm I don't know to. what better. I don't know how to do it any different. <laughs> and he was pissed because it was a glass bowl. Uh, but I was like, whatever. And I opened a drawer and I was like, here's another one. They're a dime a dozen.
1: <laughs> He's like, but not that one. That well, one was from grandma.
0: His brother's a glass blower.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, well, my brother has a glass I, blower. I don't think his
0: brother made that one because I think he makes like pumpkins for Him the man ball. But, anyways, long story well, short. Oh, it can it can really kind of fucking blow up in your face. So oh, I no pun you. intended. It's blowing ah, up in your face. Fantastic. Yeah. Good catch. Um, all right, you guys, so please uh, check us out on the Himalaya app. If you are so inclined, it's free. You can listen to anything you're already listening to on smartphones, Androids, the whole thing. We've heard some of you being like, Hey, I have money for a fancy ass stitcher, I don't have an iPhone, whatever. Himalaya is uh, the place to go for all sorts of phones and free streaming. So check us out there and uh, enjoy this From the Vaults episode of Sidework Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. In the news recently, I feel like Sandy B, our girl Sandra Bullock, uh, as well as Ellen DeGeneres, a couple people have been in the news saying every person should wait tables at least. Once in their life, if not for a day, a few days to just truly learn how to be a good human, how to multitask, how to be on the other end of customer service. So you know how to treat people. And so we inspired this episode by kind of deciding the person who most needs to wait tables for one day of his life is number 45, individual one, Donald J. Trump. And we've just kind of dedicated uh, a whole episode uh, to just exploring Trump, his food habits, uh, how he touts cuisine, the different establishments he runs, and uh, basically um, the fact that he has no idea because he's only been served hand and foot most of his life, and also by default has very bad taste, even though he can have anything he wants. So we nominate Trump. If he's gonna hear this, you never know. He tweets at everybody. <laughs> if we tweet it out oh, to him, he might get real mad at us, and then our podcast will blow up.
2: Oh, he probably call us side idea. jerk.
0: <laughs> but we uh, we we're imagining Trump as a server, and we want to dedicate this segment of uh, hashtag Server Life in the Voice of Trump if he were a waiter. So let's all read our uh, let's all read our uh, server lives this week, guys. And they're all tweeted from the president.
3: Okay, I got one ready.
0: Ooh, okay, great. <clears throat>
3: Diet Coke Dumbo on table 31 doesn't realize refills aren't free. It's a capital bad capital deal for the restaurant. Not gonna happen.
1: All caps. Hashtag MAGA.
3: Hashtag server Hashtag server life. Oh, that's
1: so good. Uh, I have one. Uh, when you're in the... I do a Trevor Noah Trump impression. Um, when you're in the weeds because you called ice on half your coworkers. Hashtag <laughs> 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 server <life>. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea,
0: mic drop. (laughs) Woo! Good lord. Okay, (laughs) here's mine. I single handedly acquired the hugest tip, and you know who gave it to me? Mexico.
1: Hashtag server life.
2: I can't find mine.
1: I got another one. Okay, Andrea's got you covered. <laughs> when you have six entrees to deliver, but your tiny hands can't support that big tray. Hashtag server life. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. We're going to have to drop these on the uh, on the old Instagram and the, the Twitter. <laughs> Trump server life.
1: That's Hashtag Trump server life. I mean, I wrote more. <laughs> Andrew, you yeah. keep going while Kyle's... When you're, when, you, when you're the best waiter, then your toupee <laughs> falls off in the soup. Hashtag server life. Hashtag Trump wait tables. Um, when the kitchen keeps 86ing the hamburgers. Hashtag server life. Uh, and then uh, the last one I wrote is like, when you get a bad tip because you're a monster. <laughs> Hashtag. It's Trump. So that's what I got. I can't find mine
2: anywhere. You don't remember what you were. It was um. Uh, Just let it let it come from the heart, Kyle. Kyle. Let it come from the heart right now. Um. Uh. Um. When you forget to put your order in, know you're fired. Hashtag server life.
3: Oh, that's good. That hey. great. Uh, Thank top, you.
2: Top of the head there. I Damn like it. I wrote it about orange juice and I can't. Oh, bummer. Okay. It'll that come guy, you later. That guy's not it.
3: waiting on tables.
0: No, he Oops. is not waiting on tables. Oh guys. Wow. This is a new fun game. We should actually see if we can get this trending on actual Twitter. Oh, it's really fun. And you know how funny everyone is out there. I know. We should we should put it on our Twitter. We will. I will. We've got seven followers, guys. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh. oh. I feel like four us. of them are <laughs> right gonna, here. I'm going to follow <laughs> us and make
0: it eight. Actually, the f- we're five of the seven. <laughs> <All right>. So, <laughs> uh, so I I think that being said, with Trump and his. <laughs> Exquisite, you know, seeming taste. I thought it would be great to I'm personally curious. I'm I don't know a lot about what the Trump Hotel experience is like. Mar-a-Lago, the mm-hmm. menu offerings, what have you. Kyle, did you do any
1: research about or was that Andrea? Okay. Uh, I did curious. Mar-a-Lago. Oh, cool! I did some menu research on oh, Mar-a-Lago perfect. as well. Well, the menu itself, the thing is, is they have different options, right? Depending on like how much money you want to spend. I think first of all, to become a member at Mar-a-Lago, it has jumped from one hundred thousand to two hundred thousand dollars for your initiation fee, with I think a sixteen thousand dollar yearly due on top of that. Yes, oh. and
2: you have to be approved by Donald J. Trump himself at the end of your approval process, and they only allow between. 20 or 30 new members each year oh god so this is far it's, more intense it's an elite than- oh but
3: hey when you don't pay taxes that's
2: nothing
1: no big deal <laughs> yeah so you bring a headshot is what you're saying yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah it's you know it's it's better than our you know senate selection so
1: from as far as I know for the for the for the, the menus there are just like a few like tidbits of what they have to offer they have themed dinners uh, which is like a blend of regional cuisine with live entertainment and a and coordinating decor. Oh. So the sky's kind of the limit with that, huh? <laughs> just a bunch of like eyes wide shut meets Nolans, Mardi Gras party. Have you
2: looked at the Instagram for Mar a Lago? Oh my god. Ooh, no, it's just a bunch of Tommy Lawrence just in oh. like like really deep V'd uh like uh, glittered dresses, like taking selfies in the um in like the mirrored hallways in front of like a just disgusting floral arrangements.
1: Well, they are
3: the bird box people that are like, "Open your eyes." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this would segue nicely, Kyle. They also offer fashion show luncheons, mm-hmm. which is a champagne reception followed by a luncheon and an informal fashion show. Whoa! Produced wait, by famous Worth Avenue designers. Worth Avenue? Well, can you believe it? Yes, what? I was not, not. who? Is not me. It? Not me. No, I live on South oh, Worth Avenue, not on Worth. I live on no worth Avenue (laughs) zero worth Avenue zero worth Avenue.
3: But is that like a serious, like on purpose pun?
2: Worth Avenue?
1: Uh, I, it must just be the name of the designer. I mean,
2: I, I think that's referring to like F- Fifth Avenue. Uh, no? Yeah,
1: but is it like the Florida version of Fifth Avenue? This Probably. This is how it goes Which every is... time with
3: crazy right wing shit. You're like, wait, what does it mean? Wait, yeah. is that what they're trying to do? Because it's like, even like the jokes, it's like Mike Huckabee. You're like, wait, what? Okay, what, yeah. what's going on? Someone take a fucking it comedy make writing sense. class. Sense. Just
0: one of you. <laughs> if you happen
1: to be at Logo on a Wednesday, I want <laughs> (laughs) you guys to know. Wait, you know how we're trying to do more field trips? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm in. And we all have Wednesdays free for the most part. That's right. (laughs) So every Wednesday evening on the patio at Mar-a-Lago, they have the six-star seafood night. (laughs) Uh, The dinner buffet features us Sumptuous array of... Cons- uh, I'm Who sorry. gave them six stars? I was like, that's not
2: a code <laughs> system. There's Probably only five
1: in- for yeah It's a dinner buffet that features a sumptuous array consisting of an appetizer table, two pound lobsters, freshly grilled, grilled and gilled, fish and meat items, salads, a dessert bar, and accompanied by a saxophonist under the stars! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, did you? Did anyone do any research uh, about art? Did we get any dirt on former Mar a Lago employees? I
2: did. I did. Being the f- Kyle's Florida corner. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I, ding, ding. We need a wait.
3: Special. No, it needs to be like.
2: What um, <clears throat> would a Florida person yell? Um. <laughs> No tan lines, no shoes, no pro, no, no, shoes, no shirt, no problem. There you go, there that's it what it is. is. No, shoes, no hissing shirt.
1: gator sound <laughs>
2: <laughs> as they're just consumed by fat people in trailers. Oh, what was
1: that?
3: That
2: was just a hissing gator. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Marla. Lo- well, first of all. The Miami Herald, which I didn't expect to do some deep dive reporting on Trump, actually has a real opinion on them on him and wrote this piece on um, why Trump wants to hire foreigners, which was very big in the news in the past couple of months about how ah, he married. is required to hire foreigners because um he only had fourteen on staff um. But Mar-a-Lago, as we know, that cost $200,000 to join, um, which doubled after Trump actually became president, not after he started owning it. Uh, it like, hardly pays a true living wage. According, according to the labor request, they'll pay 40 servers $12.68 an hour and 21 cooks $13.31 an hour with no tips.
0: No tips. No so they're making an hourly
2: tips? they're making an hourly then take out taxes because Florida loves taxes and no tips so they're probably making around eight nine dollars an hour
1: these so are just the servers they don't get
3: tips it's a trump place it's a trump place and i think that guy
1: leaves a good tip you gotta be kidding me and kyle and you guys if if i i think i remember reading something about too like they Mm -hmm. asked permission i think this was before like the whole like build the wall crazy immigration Mm -hmm. asked permission to bring like 60 foreigners over to like man the restaurant for the summer and then would ship them back to like their countries and you know why because
2: because um the foreigners can't sue for overtime
0: Back. Sure, and you know what, migrant work is really, really beneficial when it's your business, and we'll always make loopholes work
1: for ourselves, won't we, Trump? Mm-hmm. This could be a, a good a good time to mention. And I, I can't. It was a rollback that Trump wanted to do. Obama had put into place a law where tip pooling, certain parts of tip pooling, were illegal, specifically for management and ownership to take the pools, uh, the tip pool tips, and divvy them up as they see fit. Uh, and Trump wanting to reverse that. So basically it would give managers and owners the ability to take away your tips and then basically steal from you like Batali did that shit right his company um, got in trouble for it
3: he also sexually harassed women that's very yep.
1: true so did Trump what do you know what but do you know? we <laughs> so that is crazy so it's just like not wanting to pay servers anything or anybody in the restaurant industry anything for that matter and just yeah. like take all the money for themselves me, i me, also me.
2: i also tried to figure out how to apply for a job there <laughs>
1: Oh really? <laughs> yes,
2: so I went through. Um, I went through a couple like listings, like on Indeed, and and a lot of the uh, wages are locked, meaning like you have to go through like a background check before they'll tell you how much you'll even make wow. for a shift. Um, and they have this really long questionnaire that you have to fill out. Um, but they also on job listing sites they have they allow for people to review the job that they that you are potentially applying for. And um, all of the good reviews literally sounded as if Trump was standing over somebody be like, no, another exclamation point. That'll make it sound better. One of them said, best job ever. We have so much fun, fun, fun. Three exclamation points. Mm, That's not. No one wrote that.
1: I've never said that about anything. No one wrote that. No. (laughs) Kyle, I'm ready for you to take a sabbatical to Florida and start your first real undercover story ongoing oh for the side hey, work Kyle podcast. Kyle, has, mm-hmm. has a podcast ever won a Pulitzer? <laughs> How are you going to do that? Or a Pulitzer? Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Well, he does 42. look like
2: somebody just rubbed poo all over his face. Yeah. Um, so one person, this was a negative outlook that said, I worked at Mar-a-Lago Mar- La- Mar- and Pros, the only good thing about this place is the view. Cons, everything. You are treated like garbage, and they make sure that you know they absolutely do not care about you.
3: Cons, colon, Trump. (laughs) As in a Khan.
1: And so this is... Pros, colon, the end is near... (laughs) Um, also,
2: uh, in last year, uh, Mar a Lago's kitchen was hit with 13 health and safety violations, including three that were called high priority. Inspector inspectors said meat was not being refrigerated properly and could be unsafe for consumption. Ugh. Just how he likes it.
3: I say, I wonder if he even eats there.
1: So I was going through the Yelp re- reviews for the Trump girl in Trump Tower, in New York City, and like every fourth one was like, the crab cake made me sick. <laughs> I
0: troll. And and it was funny because I was definitely trying to put a little bit of my journalistic hat on. Now, let's not even pretend that there's any journalistic integrity happening in this podcast. We know it. I am a fair person, though. So when I was going through reviews, I was looking for reviews of uh, Mar a Lago and also. Trump International Hotel in New York City, and a lot of this was posted prior to him becoming president, mm-hmm. which I think is fair to go back, and because you can also see people who probably are like, "I just want to um, write something shitty to be shitty because I hate him," and I didn't really see a lot of that. It was people who went on to like fully describe their experience and were like, "We were here for a week, so in Trump International Hotel, to go along with the Barn Grill," um, from what I read, at least five posts mentioned bed bugs. And I'm sorry. I know that it is the bane but they of They are the New best York. bed bugs. They're,
2: they're the <laughs> biggest bed bugs. Huge bed bugs. <laughs> they're huge bed bugs.
0: Um and I know that's the bane of existence of New York City in general, but that is like your one job as a hotel. It's Just no like, bed
2: bugs. Be clean,
0: no bed bugs and so over and over and over again. Oh my god, I can't even wait let me get into this um
2: it was so okay we have to post some of these They're we just do so good. it's
0: so wild so I kept reading over and over again not only bed bugs weird smells and then all the rooms were like there were stains on our sheet and every time we would like people mm-hmm. were like well we came in and it looked like two people had rolled around on our freshly made up Bed that we're checking into, and when you call down, and you're like, "Hey, there are like a butt mark on either side of the bed with rumpled pillows thrown everywhere," and then the staff is like, "You did that," and then they're like, "Well, but we just what a che- Trumpian check- thing to do? Yeah, totally no, no, t- no, gaslighting you. They've been trained to gaslight you. Yeah, no and they're like, no one's treat them Like it's- Trump would treat them. So." Okay, here's a here's a great one. This hotel is super old and run down. When I got into my room, it looked as if it had not been cleaned in days. The TV was very dusty, and there was a ring around the tub. I mentioned it to the front desk, but was told it was not their fault, and they clean every day. I do not believe this statement. <laughs> the food in the restaurant wasn't the worst ever, but also not the best. I would say it was on par with the run-of-the-mill buffet at sizzler. <laughs> Thankfully, there were clean towels in the side of the room, and at least the duvet looked clean. But the biggest problem was they had no heat in my room, and I had to be moved to another room, and also had no heat in that room, so had to be moved to a third room, and that room finally had heat.
2: Is the next one just a picture of some shit on the floor? <laughs> 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 yep.
0: <laughs> with, the, with the intro... <laughs>
2: Oh, I saw it.
3: <laughs> I've actually so the, just gone into a deep depression in know, this chair. I know. I mean, I wonder why I'm not talking. I'm just like, I can't do we, it any longer. <laughs> Please go away. <sighs> uh. So on
0: 11-23-2017, this was the worst experience ever. Dirty room, molded carpet, and no air. All this for only $700. <laughs> and two pictures of the floor with what I'm assuming are
1: two nuts of two shit.
0: <laughs> the thing, two small what I petrified like, turds.
1: what I like the most is it's like two of the same photo, kind of like right next to each other. So it's kind of like the 10 year challenge. <laughs> it, it, is,
0: it does look like the 10 year challenge. What's upsetting to me is I feel like they were trying to show off like the, the mold building, and then dude, cut the shit? And then it was like, oh, there's and not there's also poop. shit on the floor. So that wasn't good. <laughs> And I did.
3: Um... There was a time that Brooke and I had a photo shoot in this very old uh, Brooklyn establishment. I love that place, which we adore. And Grand got, like, Prospect like, Hall, amazing pictures. But I brought a suitcase and got fleas from that hotel.
0: I forgot. That. It's not even
3: a hotel. It's like a like a.
0: It's a haunted mansion. Event <laughs> like it's venue ballroom.
3: But I got home and I was like, "Where did these come from?" And I was like, "Oh my god, that carpet, <gasps> that old gross ass carpet that we had our stuff on, like while we changed and stuff."
0: Yeah, and it's like I'm sorry. It's like maybe at one point in 1992, Trump Hotel was state of the art. You think that guy's gonna put money in? to new it always, safe, no. clean, right. refurbished He's got McMuffins modern. to buy.
3: Exactly. No, you know it's, and it's, it all trickles down. It this is it's, it's always like it's what we buy, talked about the hot or the restaurant owners, it's it
1: all trickles down. It's, lead by example. Hey yes. everything's covered in ship, but it's not our fault.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so the trump grill which is attached to the hotel (laughs) talking about yeah thanks i didn't go in in there there's a few things you know but going the lead by example and that you get the true trump experience uh uh, kiyoki wife from seattle wrote on yelp happened to be in town for a business meeting and decided to check into this check this place out treated unprofessionally from the moment i walked in. Made to wait for over a half an hour, even though there were quite a few tables available, which I think is so funny. It reminds me very much when he kept the Queen waiting and how he just keeps everybody waiting. So it's just like keep everybody waiting, even though it's open tables. Anything you like hear in the news and you see about me, just like make everybody else suffer. That's my brand. That's who I am. Um, I want to show you guys, if I may. So the Trump Tower menu, there are quite a few lovely photos and it's all very pedestrian. It's so eh, let's first of all talk about how there's zero zero like thought into this menu. It's like meatballs, french onion soup, brie and honey, christini, <sighs> fried calamari, shrimp cocktail, cheese, I mean guacamole and chips for $15. What? Like it's all fucking there's a taco bowl, that's the big thing and that's the big thing. People go there specifically in New York it's like a tourist destination for assholes to go get the taco salad from trump grill because they want to have the full-on racism experience (laughs) i think it and everything's so terribly expensive so i think it's very mediocre food you can get better food at
3: rainforest cafe
0: yeah yeah there's they're more imaginative even
2: and they put everything in a microwave there they certainly do
3: I'm just um, wondering. Like, I mean, he's you know he's like oh get everything um, USA USA and then all of his clothes are made in China. His it's daughter's thai. shit's made in China. Mm-hmm. It's like his
2: daughter is. Where do you think he's getting his food
3: from? You think he's getting sort? It's like the Trump Steaks thing. We're looking at this, we looked at this Trump Steak thing. It immediately went out of business. They like <laughs> sold it on QVC and through the sharper image, which gave up after two months of selling it. They have reviews of the steak if you want to go into that, because... Yes, I would like to hear about Trump brand steaks.
1: <laughs> Which they do remember, serve Remember when he had is- a
3: meeting with, like, the technological, like, all the tech industry, and he put out Trump water, and people were like, you can't do that. You are supposed to forego your peanuts while you're in the presidency. And he's like, duh, duh. Um, So, yeah, Trump steaks. It launched <laughs> in two thousand seven. 2007, uh, on Sharper Image Catalog Stores website. And later that month, Trump and some contestants from The Apprentice went to a store to promote the delicious steak. Of course, the meat was provided by an America Atlanta based company, a, subsidi- a subsidi- subsidiary. What do you say? Subsidiary. A subsidiary of Cisco. So let's tell everybody what Cisco is. The Restaurant
1: Uh, Supply King. So
3: is this one, uh, this one's S-Y-S-C-O? Yeah. Mm. So for example, uh, my family has a house in northern Wisconsin. It's um, definitely, um, you know, a seasonal town. So there are people that live there, but a lot of the homes and condos and everything in this town are seasonal. The people, they go there in the summer to swim and fish, and they go there in the winter to, um, what's it called? With the Hybrid Snowmobile. Oh. It's like one of the snowmobile capitals Ice of the fishing, country. And snowmobiling. Yes. God. All of that rocket, 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 racket. I can't talk. So they go there because they snowmobile and they whatever. That being said, every restaurant has the same exact menu because they're all getting their food from Cisco. Mm hmm. So Cisco is not where you're going to get your local, your organic, your fresh. It's all frozen. It's hamburger patties ready to put on the grill. Well, they
0: can just sell you a whole restaurant. That's right. what they do. Right. They're like, what kind of restaurant? Do you want to be Italian restaurant?
3: Right. Here's and so all the stuff. Right. And this will be your menu. It's brandless, generic food that is not high quality It's just not – there's no thought to it. It's It's like – It's your
1: mozzarella sticks. It's your chicken wings. It's your calamari. It's your frozen,
3: frozen, frozen. Well, lettuce.
1: when you're also um, kind
0: of someone dealing with either dietary restrictions, when I thought gluten was killing me, you know, and was just trying to avoid it, when you're at a restaurant, you know that they're using Cisco brand because literally nothing on the menu that should be gluten-free is. They – Um, They basically fill out all of the food with fillers fillers and wheat. So like the mashed potatoes were filled with basically like wheat. And I couldn't even have mashed potatoes and be safe, which is like potatoes should just be potatoes, but it was just chock full of like really gross preservatives and all this other crap. And so this is what all these places serve and it's garbage food.
3: So of course that's of the course kind, that's of course where he's sourcing his steaks. Um, and they came in four packages, these steaks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Prices ranging from 199 for two bone-in ribeyes, two filet mignon's and 12 burgers to 349-499 and you bet Does it come in a gold steak briefcase? No, but it's got a tagline of the world's greatest steaks. Wow. That's creative.
0: I know.
1: Right. I want to know when Trump's going to come up with his own catch up line. Is that going to happen? Should we get on that? I'm sure. I'm sure he's pitched it, but he took these steaks. Like this was this whole thing.
3: It's just called
2: the blood of my enemies.
3: (laughs) uh, It's he's so, he's such a failure in every aspect, But in 2016, when he was campaigning, he brought like he had tables of his water and his steaks to to show that he was more successful than his than the other um, Republican candidates. So he had this like whole show and it was like fully failures. I think the Trump wine is still existing, but like everything else is just like it's the only wine on the drink menu of the Trump. Of course. Anybody can have their own wine, by the way. There's actually a company that you can order. It's really cute. Yeah. Uh, My friend Molls did this. She gave me a bottle of wine for my birthday with her face on it. It was like, happy birthday, bitch. It was like a Chardonnay. Um, But anybody can have their own wine. Anybody can have their own water bottles. (laughs) Really, you can put your name on anything if you want. But of course, for him, it's complete garbage. ordering free business cards. Yes. So the reviews came in. um, (laughs) And I'm not going to read them word for word. But Highlights. some of the words, uh, we got mealy. Ew. Oh. Greasy. Yeah. Tasteless, overpriced. Wait, are what? they talking about
0: Trump or I know, the steaks? I know, exactly.
3: Hello. Nothing but grease and shrinkage. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, then we just have, you know, pictures of him eating his own steaks. And the picture of him for Trump steaks is him pointing almost a violent point to his stakes i don't know if you guys can see it but he's uh Oof. he's a doofus and of course it went out of business and of course it's disgusting but yeah that's that's another fun failure of the person in charge of our country Well, I, I think it's important real quick to
0: make this caveat for our listeners um jocelyn's not a fan of president trump <laughs> Uh, and the rest of us voted for him. So, you know, we just... It's, it's cool. a divide. It's a divide, and I i hate to hear these words. They sting because I support our president. Uh. And, you know, I just want to let you guys know it's a, it's a real mixed bag of uh, some right-wing extremists in this group, and then Jocelyn, who's the lone wolf <laughs> anti-Trumper.
1: I just want to show you guys real quick uh, if we're if we're if we're exchanging photos uh, this is from the trump grill and if everybody's able to log on to trumptowerny.com. Click on the Trump Grill drink menu, and you can see a photo of this lone gentleman sitting at the bar with a Trump water and a plate of fried Cisco calamari in front of him. And I'm pretty sure he's checked into the hotel to end his own life. The look on his face. This is his last meal. Um, And I really hope he drinks it down with a You're Fired, which is an oversized Bloody Mary made with absolute vodka, in case you guys are thirsty for more knowledge. (laughs) Is he gonna hang himself with a dirty bedsheet? I, oh, I, uh, can you not? I mean, and I we don't wait. It must be an insane experience waiting tables here. I think we all we can all agree on that. Well, you know, you're
2: not getting paid. Okay. Hello. Hello. And we know it's definitely a white tablecloth restaurant. Okay.
1: okay. Oh, but they have a five star diamond award. It says right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. always made given up, up by award.
0: the Trump. Six-star diamond Yeah, I'm sure there's
1: polls
3: available online, too, that definitely weren't rigged that say they're the best restaurants. All
0: right, guys. It's that time of the episode where we give our listeners unsolicited life advice in a segment called Here's a Tip. Anyone want to kick
1: it off? (laughs) I'll I'll go. I'm going to go. Okay, Andrea. I recently took a Hawaiian vacation with Brooke Van Poplin as well and I bought water shoes to take with me which are just little slip-on shoes that you can wear on land or in the water and they have tread and you can wash them easily and they were by far one of the... Best vacation purchases I have ever made. Yeah. I mean, I walked through mud. I walked over like rocky when we went on a beach and it was like really rock bottom. And instead of being like, ow, 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 walking through the water, I just walked way, way out and had no problem at all. Water shoes. Oh, girl, the first day in the water, I smashed my pinky toe
0: on coral and like couldn't put on sandals for two more days. So you win.
1: Water shoes. Mm.
2: My tip of the day is... You know when you wear spanks to a, an event underneath a dress where it's you can't take the whole dress off to take the spanks off and you mm-hmm. need to pee, you cut a hole <laughs> where the where the vagina part is of the Spanx, and and then you you're you're feeling free and you can yeah. Is there a note? Yeah, to I, that? Have, I, have a, I have a question. Uh, were
0: they actual Spanx or an off-brand?
2: Oh, off-brand. Okay, because yeah, real spanks have,
0: have the vagina hole. <laughs> there's a tip for a tip there's a tip
2: for tat i i feel like that's a metaphor for my life
1: sorry i didn't know they had a vagina hole either because i can't afford real spanks either kyle so i'm totally with you on this one i have to cut my own vagina hole
0: (laughs) oh i love it you know but i think that says that you have ingenuity
1: you're basically a clothing designer.
2: Yeah, I'm on a budget.
0: <laughs> hey guys, if you like Sidework Podcast, the best thing you can do is rate and review. Give us some five stars. Give us some comments. Tell us what you like. Thanks for listening.